Greetings only tans. Today is Friday, December 1st. Happy December. We are almost at the end of 2023. Can you believe it? And yesterday we had a check-in with the chat and we talked a little bit about the latest in NBA Top Shot. There's a there's a new pack coming. It's a new rare pack, Throwdowns pack. We also just saw the Fresh Threads pack. So we talked a little bit about that. We talked a little bit about the drama that's been unfolding on the timeline. Um, you know, it's not that serious, but anyway, some drama, we talk about it. There's other dramatic topics we talk about as well, including this Josh Giddy thing, uh, kind of just a sad story if you really break it down. Um, and then after that, we sort of go all over the map today. We talk about radang beef curry. We talk about barbecue sauce. We talk about NFT, uh, wallet drainers we talked about a whole lot of stuff we talked about the nba in-season tournament we talked about los angeles versus boston we really went the full gamut of subjects which is how we like to do it on these check-ins with the chat so i hope you enjoy the episode recall that nothing that you hear should be considered financial advice and let's jump right into it hello everybody how's everybody doing are we all feeling okay are we all okay are we feeling a little edgy on the edge of our seats upset ready to cause a shit storm somewhere uh, man, there's lights going on behind me going a little crazy. Let's let's calm those down. Let's calm those down. How's everybody doing? Y'all have a good Thanksgiving for those who celebrate, for those who observe. Did you have a good one? For those who didn't have a good one or maybe their family situation's a little not very good, messed up, then uh, hopefully you still had a nice holiday. You could chill out. You could eat some food. Feel like a little bit of a glutton. Watch a whole lot of TV, a whole lot of sports. Hopefully you could all partake in that part, at least. That's what I hope. I hope for that, for all of you. Uh, but anyway, we're here. We're together. I hope you all are doing great. I know there's some drama on Twitter. Don't we just love drama? Isn't that the real utility of NBA Top Shot? Being able to entertain ourselves with this drama, with these people that we know these people that we feel like we can reach out and grab them out of the screen because we've seen them over and over again. And some of you have met them in real life. It's a, it's a soap opera. It's a drama. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're all more alike than we are different. This bubble of ours, this little niche grouping of people who like online basketball clips and the coming and goings of the organization that sells those clips or those NFT moments. Uh, we're all more alike than we know. And you're always going to have some people you don't like, some people that piss you off. And the beauty of social media is you can just mute people. If you really don't like people, if they really upset you, or they just make you feel, they give you the ick when you see them on the timeline. Just mute them. You don't even have to block them. 
Um, I see that uh, Roham is trying to crash my internet. Um, let me, well, if it happens again, I'll have to give a little video clip and then try to fix my internet. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess we can start out with the drama. Everybody loves drama. Um, here's what I'll say. Metz is a character. Metz, Jason Metz, he's an intelligent guy, but he also loves to stir shit. Not unlike AG. They both love to stir shit. They both love to get reactions. Um, and they also, I would argue, both want what's best for the platform. But, you know, they might do some unsavory things or say some unsavory things or create fake giveaways because they enjoy watching people enter for fake giveaways. That is not outside of what Mets uh, will do. And I mean, even AG called him out for that. Um, AG has actually been a very generous giveaway person in the past. But, you know, if it really upsets you, just mute the guy, block him, do something like that. Don't don't get all super upset about it. And, you know, even even Luke on the other side at Dapper, you know, he, he obviously doesn't like Mets at all. And he makes it clear and they both do. And I don't know. Maybe maybe we would all throw a few trade tickets in the in the middle to watch them have a little celebrity boxing match. Maybe we can get that going. Maybe Pack Drip can organize a celebrity boxing match at the Naismith Hall of Fame. Dumbo versus Mets. I'm sure we could find some other fun fun battles. Anyway, I hope you are all doing perfectly well. Let me just double check. Let me look at the chat and see that you're all doing well. Stan Loves is here. Ginobili Soros is here. It's, it's late for Ginobili Soros unless he's traveling somewhere. Daniel likes the AI. I love the AI. Jump Shoes talking about the holiday angst. Pax Max, by the, by the wine, is feeling edgy because he doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, he wants to see Mets on. Ginobili Soros, uh, airplane mode saying, when Wemby giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> And by the, by the wine says sometimes I mute Tandy when I've had enough of Tef shot. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. Uh, so what did airplane mode say something? Let me let me go up. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, that's the drama. That's the drama. It's not the first piece of drama on NBA Top Shot, and it certainly will not be the last piece of drama on NBA Top Shot. That's for damn sure. Um, but let's let's talk about more predictable things around NBA Top Shot. We um, we have a pack announcement that just happened. It was the Throwdowns pack. I think I can try to pull that up. Um, is it on the website or it might just be on Twitter? But yeah, we have the so the Fresh Threads drop just happened. What was interesting about the Fresh Threads drop, if you guys are paying attention, is that the they had I think three different collections of packs that you could get it was either you got it on the website you got them on the app or you got them via trade tickets and what was also interesting was that like players that were on the same team were grouped together in certain releases um, so if you wanted to collect your favorite wizards players you know big jordan pool fan uh, then you could do that or the suns the beal and cp3 or whatever you could do that and that was that was interesting. And something I also thought was interesting was that the packs contained all of the 
moments of the particular set. It wasn't like some base base moments to throw into your bicycle wheel and otherwise you were chasing certain moments from fresh threads they were all fresh threads so that that was nice um but what i also found interesting is that these were not speculative packs there were no big chase cards like and even so they all sold out and i think that that is a pretty good indicator for that people want to collect I mean, there is zero rent seeking, as they would say, zero in a pack like that. Absolutely zero. There is no rent seeking other than maybe a Jersey cereal. And then we can probably go look at what Jersey cereals went for from Fresh Threads. But it shows that people are buying packs because they just they love the thrill of the rip. They want to collect. They want to open up. They want to collect the set. And what was cool is that if you got one pack, you got four moments you were just missing four moments to complete the challenge. So I think it lends itself to the collecting bit, which is what obviously they want to do. They want to lend, they want to make this platform for collectors, for people who enjoy the platform, who for people who um, want to go after the challenges and, and so on. So I think that was interesting to see that packs with literally zero speculative value did perfectly fine. Um, and now we have the Throwdowns pack. So that is our first rare drop coming down the pipe, right? So if we go to the Top Shot Twitter, let me just pull that up real quick. Let's see if we can pull something up about Throwdowns packs. Um, as of right now, it's just a an image of the Throwdowns set artwork for 2324. Uh, let's see if I can share that with you all. Let's share it so we can look at it. And I do have something to say about this artwork, which is it doesn't look like a cat's butthole. So I don't know. Do we think that's good or do we miss the cat's butthole? Because that was pretty unique that there was a pack that looked like it was supposed to look like a net from the top down, but it ended up looking like a cat's butthole. Um, and we got Danny Ukes over here. This is an OG NBA Top Shot collector asking for a free pack to holders that have completed past throwdown sets. I think there is going to be free packs for people who have completed the previous sets and who are locking. But there you go. OG NFT pumper Danny Ukes uh, wants a free throwdown set. So does that mean, should we feel bullish that the Ethereum NFT people are back wanting free sets on free packs on NBA Top Shot? I don't know. I think maybe it's bullish. Maybe it's bullish. Uh, Mr. Kicker says, please like this video while you're here. Only tans. That's right. We got Twitch viewer, Mike Weisberg. Thank you. Twitch gang, baby Twitch gang. He says, Tandy about to throw down between Dumbo and Mets. I, I will. I would not be the one throwing down. I'll be the, I'll be the guy calling. I'll be the color commentary on the side with Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah. So there we go. We got our rare pack coming up. And I think that there is going to be some interesting intricacies around this rare pack. I already have a little bit of alpha because I'm special. I know that there's going to be some leaderboards. I mean, that's not exactly surprising, but there are going to be some leaderboards um, where you can get yourself a pack via leaderboards. And what else are there going to be? I don't know what I can tell you and what I can't, but I know things. Um, yeah, there's going to be leaderboards. So there you go. Um, I know that 
the player and team leaderboard. So that's interesting. And it's also what Jacob was talking about previously, which is that if you are on the leaderboards for players or teams, then you will be eligible to get those players and those players when they have moments inside of these drops. So that is very cool. And that lends itself to locking um, and, and keeping your place on a leaderboard. Because if you are a big, you know, Luca fan and you are way up there on the leaderboard or a Dallas fan, and then Luca gets a new rare moment, be it a throwdown moment or be it a for the win or whatever, you have a chance of getting that just for holding on to those moments of Luca. So that's nice to see. And I believe that that is beginning with this rare pack. Uh, so that's good. And the packs are going to be two guaranteed rare moments. Hopefully I can share this. If not, oopsie daisy. Uh, two guaranteed rare moments. And there will be a 50% chance at a third rare moment in each pack. So that's a lot of rare moments in a pack. And at $29, not a very expensive rare pack. So that's interesting. And uh, there will be more information around this Throwdowns pack very soon, I'm sure. Uh, let me catch up with the chat. The cloak is here. Hello, sir. He says, FT, fresh threads. Interesting drop. I'm not sure if I like it or not. I do like the mint size. Jumpshoot says, what is the cost for the pack? Are we talking about throwdowns? I think I just told you it's $29 for two guaranteed rares and possibly a third. And Badwine says, while you're here, I've been here for two years. And Halo says, did Jay ever give away that Wemby Top Shot debut? No. Jeb is saying, are you allowed to reveal this info early? I don't think that was too much alpha, honestly. I don't, I'm, I was pretty careful. Um, but yeah, I think anything there I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to tell you about. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me just make sure there's nothing that they wrote, which is like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty, that's pretty okay to share. That, that there's two guaranteed rare moments, a 50% chance at a third in each pack at $29. So hopefully they don't change the price point and I look stupid. But there you go. You you come, you tune into this stream, and you get the alpha. You get the alpha. Um, Yeah, there's 22 of you in here with the alpha. The supreme alpha. All right, so there you go. You got the packs coming up. You got the throwdowns packs coming up. Here's a little uh, another topic we can talk about, which is uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Josh Giddy. We can talk about Josh Giddy for a second. Um, what do we make of that story? That was upsetting, to say the least. So the first the first take I had on that story was, why are these dudes such pervs? Why are they going after these, like, super young girls 16 years old are you kidding me so young so young when was she born like 2014 crazy uh but then then the story changes a bit and then they're saying that the the girl and her mother are not willing to cooperate and that she was potentially lying to mr giddy about her age so, so then it twists the table a little bit. The, the table turns. She very well, likely, could have been lying that she was 18, let's say, or 17. Um, so see, there's Dumbo. We called it. Um, 
So she could be, she could be, she could have been lying and maybe she lied to him. And, and you kind of can understand that storyline, which is, oh yeah, I'm 18. I'm an 18 year old. And that's why I'm going to the clubs. That's why I'm going, I'm going to go and try to seduce this NBA player because I'm an 18 year old woman. So I could understand that. And that's probably why the NBA and the thunder felt like this wasn't such a big deal. So Maybe Josh Giddy is the victim. Who knows? It's possible. But man, that definitely looked bad on the face of it. And it does also beg the question, why do teams and other people uh, just jump the gun on other on other dudes? Like uh, what's his name? Kai Jones. Is that it from the from the Hornets? He, he has some videos that he shares on social media and he just looks all whacked out. And then all of a sudden they just cut him from the team. What's that about? So why do they jump to conclusions on Kai Jones, but Josh Giddy they don't? At least he did lose his Weedabix uh, sponsorship, apparently, which is worth a lot of money. Because even if she did catfish him, you got I think you got to be smarter than that. You can't be slipping. Josh Giddy was absolutely slipping. The fact that there were those those photos of him on Snapchat where they're like in the club together, where he's he's recording videos to like her brother and sort of being a little cocky saying like, Oh, well, you know, I'm hanging out with your sister. Or, and, and then there's these like photos of him and like sleeping in the bed. And so like, you can't be slipping like that. Like that's just dumb. So he does deserve something. Maybe he doesn't deserve a terrible punishment if she was the one catfishing him, but he definitely got caught slipping. That's for sure. And Sims 4 Gamer, that's a new name. Welcome, Sims 4 Gamer. Are you a big Sims 4 player? He says, I hate that you never know what these players will do with their fame. And you never can know what would what they would do with their fame. Because imagine that you were 21 years old and someone said, hey, Sims 4 Gamer, you're such a great player of Sims 4. I want to give you $100 million. Have fun. I think that you probably don't know how you would react either. So... You just hope that these guys aren't, you know, pedos. Anyway, um, Dombo says, no, Tandy, don't put me on screen with an out of context during this story. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Dumbo and Josh Giddy. That's what we're trying to, <laughs> we're trying to connect the lot, the trying to connect the dots here between Dumbo and Josh Giddy. <laughs> Okay, Vicky. Vicky, is that a female? Vicky. Oh my God, we need like a video clip to celebrate that a female is in the chat. What do we do? Do we have any here? We got this one. It's goddamn amazing. Woo. Vicky says hammered right now. Been taking a drink every time. Tandy says slipping. Josh Giddy's been slipping. Omer's here. Shalom. Shalom, Omer. Mashlobcha. Kol beseder. And jump shoot says, is the culture in Australia different? I don't think so. I know the water and the toilet goes the other direction, but I don't think other than that, I don't think so. Um, yeah, so that's that's the Josh Giddy. But we got a we got a nice little uh, chat going on today. So what else do you guys want to talk about? The in-season tournament? That's been successful. I got to admit, I did not expect that it would be successful. I think it's kind of interesting that there's this point differential thing. So then at the end of the game, I think it was happened the other day in the Celtics game. They had to win by a certain amount of points and like the bench players were in. So it all of a sudden it added this tension that the bench players had to outscore the other team. And they were like trying to pour on points at the end of the game. 
that is definitely interesting and different. And so I, I think that's great. I think a lot of people want to go watch the Vegas finals. Um, so it seems like it's been a great success. I would not have absolutely not have uh, predicted that whatsoever. So, so it just shows you that sometimes you think you know something and you can be quite wrong. And sometimes the results will prove that you're quite wrong. So it's interesting. And like the Pacers are making moves. The Knicks are making moves. So like the, a team like that deserves to win this in-season tournament. I think that's what I'd like to see. I still think that the players or the teams should get some kind of reward beyond just some cash because they'll go spend it at the nightclub the next day. Josh Harden will, sp- I mean, James Harden will spend half a million at the nightclub easy in $1 bills, guaranteed. $1 bills for James Harden of $500,000. There you go. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. So Omer is going to the Lakers tournament game. That'll be fun. And by the wine lives above a shawarma place called Shalom. That's that's confusing by the wine because shawarma is tech is well no it isn't shawarma shawarma can be uh, Israeli that's true my bad um, and Daniel's here he says four rare series two throwdowns at seven dollars well maybe if we're locking and such to get the new throwdowns that will affect things and obviously also like the circulation of the the new moments is significantly different lower. And Jump Shoot has given us a sticker. I can only imagine that that is ice cream. So ice cream. So good, Jump Shoot. Yes, yes, yes. Yum, yum, yum. Grrr, strong woman. That's for Vicky. Strong woman in the chat. Uh, let's see. Dumbo asked, did I get to play Fast Break? I have not, Dumbo. Um, I'm in the channel because I'm very special, but um, I don't have it on the website. So I should uh, go in there and try to get added to it. But uh, it seems great. It looks great. I got to say, the it looks fun. Um, I like the idea of these streaking games. I think that's very cool. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a fun way for people to use their moments. So I hope I hope to see it rolled out more broadly as soon as possible. I mean, I can actually, I think it's NBA Top Shot slash Fast Break if you have it. But I don't think I have it. Let me double check. No, I don't have it. So I'll have to go. I'll have to go into the Discord and complain. Mike says, I hate the giddy convo. People who have people have jokes when really this is a serious convo about potential sexual abuse. Like there's a high school girl who the entire internet is talking about. It's just a city shitty situation. That part I'll agree with you. Um, whenever there is a young woman or any woman who is a subject of one of these stories, they then get harassed. Like there is no easy way around that and so weisberg i will agree with you there that is really unfortunate um and people are going to make endless amount of jokes and such and she's she's literally a child and that's the part that's so messed up about this whole thing in general and i think we should bring up dumbo's chat while we talk about it uh it is pretty screwed up that you know a young girl can can be in the middle of this media storm like this and and the effects that it's going to have on this young girl moving forward you can only imagine those effects are going to be quite negative so yeah there's a lot of unfortunate victims in situations like this daniel says i'm flossing out here with my hebrew you know it daniel de cloak says an extra paycheck for playing the games anyways is a heck of a motivator josh harden exactly i definitely said josh harden um it should be a tiebreaker or I like J.E. Skeets' idea where um, 
Oh, sorry. That was the all-star game idea. Never mind. Scratch that off the record. But yes, it's, you should get something, whatever it is, a third round draft pick. I don't know. Something. Um, all right. Weisberg is here to correct me again. A half a million goes to the coaches, a half a million to every player guys, eight to 12, half a million is a life changing amount of cash. All right. That's fair. The guys sitting on the end of the bench making half a million. They're definitely going to be happy about that, but then let's, let's make the teams have to play those guys. Then wouldn't that be interesting? What if the, what if the, the starters had a limit to how many minutes they could play in the game? And the, and then the bench players who are only making half a million per year at the only half a million per year playing in the NBA, they have to put in the the clutch minutes. That's what I want to see. That would be interesting. Uh, Green curry hand pink waving. That's a YouTube sticker. Bob the wine likes strong women. Uh, Top shot, hot shot. It's a giddy situation. Omer says it's not a joke. Carl Malone takes it very seriously. There you go. Um, and Daniel can't look at series four throwdowns the same after the cat comment. Yep. I know if I have to live with that, you do too, Daniel. Um, he quite likes the series three throwdown design though. And Omar says, do you think the stars allow the two way players to play would be the ultimate hookup? I agree. That's what we need to see. We need to see the players who are going to be making life-changing money on the court because all of their reactions, all of the pressure, all of the, the plays that they find themselves in the game are going to mean so much more knowing that they're about to like double their yearly income if they win this tournament. To me, that's way cooler. Of course, it's not going to happen, but I like the idea. Um, so we talked about the in-season tournament. We talked about uh, the catfishing, the slipping of Josh Giddy. We talked about Jay Metz, the menace, uh, doing fake Wemby giveaways. Um we talked about fresh threads and there's no speculative value there and it still did perfectly fine. Uh, there's fast break that Dumbo just let us know about. And some of you should have access to it. Uh, I don't, and I need to go check out the discord after this and figure out how to get back in to that fast break. And that's like all I have. <laughs> I was, <laughs> that's all I have in my notes. So we're going to have to try to stretch this one out. I did. Um, I did have that collector. I think his name is Tom who just bought a bunch of very high priced moments. He was actually supposed to be on the show today, uh, but he couldn't make it because his daughter had golf lessons and he appeared on the scene, appeared on NBA top shot. And all of a sudden just started picking up all of the like highest, uh, not the, not all the highest price, but some very high priced items. We're talking like, very high priced LeBrons and Steph Curry's and things like that. He was just dropping thousands of dollars. Like he was Josh Harden. <laughs> like he was Josh Harden. And he was dropping them, dropping it like it's hot. And Omer wants to know the TLDR on Mets because he loves Mets. So Omer, I guess we could talk about it again because I got a stretch time, but basically Mets likes to cause shit. <laughs> And that's the thing. He likes to cause shit. He definitely loves fighting with Dumbo, uh, but he also cares about the platform because he's put so much money into it. And he goes to like all the team events and like the, you know, the, the goes to the games, goes to the Atlanta Hawks games, etc. And, and at times he's very thoughtful and 
and wants to improve this platform and gives lots of ideas and brings people together. But then there's the other side of Mets where, you know, he does fake giveaways and, and probably says unsavory things. So that's kind of what, what where we're at with Mets. Um, Omer is asking, is Tom really Roham in a disguise? Well, I don't think so. Cause he was willing to come on stream. Um, and if you look at his Twitter, you can see that he, he does have hairy arms. If you check out his Twitter, he has pretty hairy arms. I imagine Roham probably has some pretty hairy arms too, but, uh, I don't think it's the same hairy arms. If I had to guess green curry is asking. Are Chicago sports teams named after the market? Ooh, bulls and bears. But what about Blackhawks? What are what's a Blackhawk market? Green Curry, answer that one for me. What are some other Chicago? What what's a White Sox or a Cub market? I guess a Cub market is a bear market, right? It's a good. That is interesting though. Bulls and bulls and bears, but I would need to know what a Blackhawk market is. A cubby market is like the the NFT market right now where it's like starting to pick up a little bit. That's another thing. I'm sure you guys are seeing on Twitter. There's this really annoying uh, Ponzi scheme going around right now. I'm sure if I refresh my, my feed, I'll be able to find it. Um, I definitely can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's, it's something with a P, like a pivot coin or Ponzi coin or whatever it's called, and people are sharing that. And let me just warn you that it is probably bullshit. Um, portal coin. There we, there we go. Portal coin. It's probably bullshit. I mean, it's clearly a Ponzi scheme uh, that you basically get rewarded. From what I learned, I, I watched someone else make a video on it. From what I learned, you share these posts you share your like referral link basically. And if it gets a lot of engagement on Twitter, then you like earn points and, and progress through the portal coin and you get more credits. And I mean, come on guys, it's a Ponzi scheme. Most likely um, if it ever seems too easy, it's probably a Ponzi scheme. So sharing some tweets and getting rich is probably too easy and just be careful. So if you are, when they start like allowing you to buy into it, which is probably going to happen, just be careful. Don't do that. And if you do, just get out while you still can because it's it's pretty clearly a Ponzi scheme, I'd say. And the other thing too that uh, I'm seeing on Twitter as well, just in case the people, the sacred people of the chat are seeing this as well. Uh, Elon Musk, he might be he might be a fun person to uh, watch given in in jeez, in, uh, watch given interview. Uh, but he's allowing these ads that are clearly wallet drainers. Now, in any anyway, most of most of our NFT wallets are probably worthless at this point, our ETH wallets. But it's almost certainly he's letting these ETH wallet drainers buy ads on his platform, and I'm seeing a lot of these very uh, like they seem legit. They very legitimate looking ads right now where it's like paper hand calculator. And of course people love that kind of thing. Cause I remember when there was a legitimate version of this, you know, maybe a year ago or so. And people would say, how much did I paper hand? And it'll be like, Oh, you had this much Dogecoin and then you sold it. And if you had held on to it, you'd be, you'd be worth a hundred million dollars, but instead you sold it for 250 bucks. 
and everybody just laughs and laughs and shares it all over social media. And now there's a version of that that's in the ads and people, I see it everywhere right now. So just warning, don't click that shit or you're going to lose your NBA NFT NFTs. You don't want that to happen, do you? Those are worth like 35 cents. That could get you like one chicken McNugget or at least half of a chicken McNugget or at least the sauce when they don't include the sauce. You could sell that NBA X NFT, the association NFT. You could get whatever sauce you want. The curry one, the hot, the spicy, the spicy one, or when they don't give you the barbecue sauce and they're like, sorry, you can have the poor ketchup packets. You get the poor people ketchup check packets. If you want to be fancy and peel off the lid of a barbecue sauce, you can, you need to pay up. You need to give us that 35 cent. Otherwise, sit your broke ass down. Sit your broke ass down and eat your nuggets with the potatoes, the chips, the fries, and just with the ketchup. You don't get to touch the sauces. The sauces are for the bosses. Give the money. You want the sauces? You pay the money up. No money, no sauce. And that's the more you know. There's SBF. Um, all right, let me catch up. Let me catch up because we're stretching this out, folks. Time is moving very slowly today. <laughs> Omer says, predictions for Suns-Lakers tournament game. NBA has a fill-out a bracket to win courtside seats promo, and I am not objective. Also, both teams can be ass any game. That's a great question, Omer. Who is playing better right now, the Suns or the Lakers? Let's just keep this purely objective. If we go look at, like, the last 10, um, let me try to pull that up right now. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's go to standings. Let's see. All right. So we got we got the Lakers 11 and 8 and they are in their last 10. The Lakers are 7 and 3 in their last 10, a one game winning streak. And we got the Phoenix Suns 7 and 3 in their last 10 as well. They've lost one. They have almost identical records. Um Suns 4 and 4 at home, Lakers 7 and 2 at home. Seven and three at the road. So it looks like, is it a road game? If it's a home game, I'd say take the Lakers. If it's in Los Angeles, if it is, yeah, why don't we just call it that? If it's in Los Angeles, take the Lakers. If it's on the road, if it's in Phoenix, then I don't know. Because the Lakers have a losing record on the road, but the Phoenix Suns have a four and four record at home. I mean, it's not really enough games yet. It's kind of a, pretty subjective subject subjective small sample size so if you're a homer just take the lakers see that's all you do you just badmouth the celtics you can badmouth the celtics all you want omer but they're one of the best teams in the nba all right uh actually jeb says it's pretty embarrassing seeing all the top shop people just sell their souls for seven dollars yeah it's pretty embarrassing jeb by the way, I'm going to DM you my my portal link later, Jeb. Please click on it and share it with all your friends. And Halo says, I want to see LeBron versus Tatum in the finals. You know what I want to see, Halo? Sammy Hauser versus, uh, I don't know, Adam Morrison or whoever's on the bench for the Lakers these days. That's what I want to see because those guys can double their pay if they win. 
And Badawine says, stop effing around with shit coins. And Omer says, it is, isn't it all a scheme? Is this where you draw the line? What's all a scheme, Omer? This is not a scheme. We come together and talk about barbecue sauce. Jumpshoot said, did you see the first Mint made some of their podcast NFTs? Um, I did see that, Jumpshoot. I mean, why not? I, I even thought about it. But I don't know how much, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much I'd want to collect podcasts when I can just go on Apple or Spotify and just favorite them. That's kind of like collecting them, isn't it? But I uh, I appreciate what LG is trying to do over there. And he's, he's always trying to pu- push the envelope a little bit and add utility and add different ways of interacting with that show. And so what he's done is if you buy those NFTs, then, and they're, I think they're really cheap. I think they're only like a couple bucks each. If you buy those NFTs, then you get access to something in the Discord if you're into that. And you also get placed into a raffle for a Wembanyama Top Shot debut. A real raffle, a real giveaway. <laughs> a real giveaway for Wembanyama Top Shot debut. Omer says Friend Tech was the ultimate scam, but the whole space loved it. Yeah, and I never touched it, Omer, because I also believe that was a, a true, tried and true Ponzi the whole time. Uh, okay, let me see. Um, Omer says I sound like I had a good Fargo accent. Did I do a Fargo accent? Green curry. I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to catch up here. Oh, he could have sold his for seven hundred dollars, but held green curry. You held on to the NBA NFT for seven hundred dollars. What? Even I knew that wasn't gonna wasn't gonna pan out, and I made a lot of bad decisions in NFT space. Jump shoot says sweet and sour is his choice for sauce. Um, and Omer says stop censoring me. And Badawine says, Piri Piri sauce with patatas bravas. Is that is that like some kind of Netherlands McDonald's thing? Omer says, Domino started charging money for pepper flakes. No money, no flakes, baby. <laughs> That's great. Jumpshoot, is your household back in good health? Thank you for asking. Uh, jump shoot they are my my daughter is feeling a lot better and so is my son so let's knock on wood they're both doing just fine my son gets sick like every winter though so his nose is all stuffy but my daughter's doing is doing fine she had like a week for uh, a week she had a fever for like a straight week that totally sucked um so we're back talking about the lakers game it's lakers at home so omer i say go lakers go pound that homer laker line baby by the wine says the people need pepper flakes my poor tell link Ryan's here. Can't we spot a Ponzu scheme? Ooh, he called the Ponzu scheme a Ponzu scheme. You know, the Ponzu sauce is pretty good. Well, now that we're talking about sauces today, if you ever get like, you ever go to a Korean barbecue joint, the Ponzu sauce is like, it's kind of like the soy sauce, but it's a little tangy. So, so you grill the meats and you put it in the Ponzu sauce and it's like the soy sauce, but it's a little tangy, baby. Portal to the moon, says Jump Shoot. Uh, wine says, Wemby, a true French socialist with a 7-4 overreach. And Green Curry says, do I remember Doggy Crazy? Oh, why does that sound familiar? What the hell was that? Wasn't that, oh God, Green Curry, remind me what that is. Wasn't that like, um, wasn't that, that, that was NBA NXT, NFT, wasn't it? It was like, that was the original account and then they, they changed it to NBA NFT or something like that. Uh, by the way, it says it's Portuguese. I was trying to connect with you. 
Eat some peri peri, my Portuguese man. Oh, yes. Okay, my bad. Patatas bravas. I don't know what that is, but peri peri sauce. Yes, spicy sauce. I like the spicy sauce. Let's be honest. I like the spicy sauce, but the oil, the spicy sauce that's in the oil, it's too spicy. It's too spicy. It's just too spicy. So what I actually like, I'm 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 sad to tell you, but I like the uh, the Frank's Red Hot. It's like the Gringo sauce. I like Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Buffalo sauce. That's where it's at. And luckily, you can buy that out here. But if you guys are looking for a good hot sauce that's not too spicy, is more flavorful, a little tangy, but still got that spice, I'm a big fan of Frank's Red Hot. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, Omar says, I expect full reimbursement if the Lakers lose because that was certified financial advice. It's recorded. Okay. Check us in the mail, Omar. And patatas bravas are brave potatoes. That's true. And by the wine says, you are a white man. And Omar says Tabasco is the ultimate gringo sauce. You think so? I don't like Tabasco very much, but you maybe you have a point. Maybe like white people like Tabasco. And by me liking Frank's Red Hot, I'm actually super not white. I'm actually very cultured. I've got some seasoning on me, as they say. <laughs> I don't have you guys ever heard that before? <laughs> Oh, man, I'm losing my mind tonight. Yeah, I got some seasoning on me. Uh, so Ryan says, who's winning the tournament? Why don't we pull up the tournament and let's look at it. Um, let's look at it together. Let's look at the in-season tournament, okay? We're going to bring it up. We're going to talk about it. Um, let's look at it. Here we go. This is the in-season tournament. Here you go. You got the Lakers and the Suns. Lakers, the one seed. You got the Kangs and the Pelicans. You got the Bucks and the Knicks. You got the Pacers and the Celtics. I mean, I want to be a homer and say it's the Celtics. Um, but Tyrese Halliburton has been playing out of his goddamn mind. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Pacers keep making moves right now you know it's just a certain period of the season happens to be early on in the season and the pacers lately and halliburton lately is playing incredibly well so if i was to give my homer pick i would say it's going to be celtics lakers if i was going to give my not homer pick i think it'd be interesting if it was like pacers kings and it was the return of halliburton Versus Sacramento. And also because I want to see teams win this in-season tournament that are not your usual teams that make it very far in the playoffs. I think that's kind of more interesting. I don't know. What do you guys think? It, would it be more interesting, let's say, if the just so I'm not going to be a homer, if the Bucks win this this tournament, let's say, and then the Bucks win the NBA tournament. Is that interesting? Is that more interesting somehow? Or is there no relevance and no connection? Do you think that in the future there will be some kind of connection between what happens in the in-season tournament and the finals and they'll like weave a tail around that? I don't know. What are your picks for this in-season tournament? It is super cool though that this is going successfully because I could yeah, I could not have predicted this was going to go well. I really didn't think it was going to. Um So Omar says F Tabasco, it's worse than spiders, he says. Murakami-est, 
I feel like Murakamiist, are you here for the first time? Or I may have seen you here once before. He said, have you ever gone to a place and asked for food and they tell the chef is for a white person? They tone down the spice. Uh, yes, actually. I don't know if they tell, they say it's for a white person to your face, but I know that if you go to like, um, if you go to like an Indian restaurant, right. And you'll say like, I want it spicy. And they'll look at you and they'll be like, you mean like white person spicy? Or you mean like Indian spicy? You know, they know that there's a difference and you'll be like, I want white person. I want, I want spicy. Like I want spicy for someone who. I don't know. Watches like too much Netflix. Okay. You want the white person spicy then? Yeah. I want spicy for like uh, someone who's probably going to end up driving a minivan. Okay. White person spicy. Got it. Got it. Minivan spicy you're looking for? Got it. Got it. Okay. You know, it's not the Indian spicy. Because if it's the Indian spicy, they put they put the jalapenos down. They get that sauce. They boil down that sauce. They don't play. They give you the spice. They give you the spice where the next time you're feeling real bad. You're feeling real bad if you're a white person. If you're an Indian person, it's all good, but not if you're white. Green Curry says in Hawaii, they put Tabasco on everything. See, that doesn't sound interesting to me. There's one Tabasco that I like. It's the Chipotle Tabasco. Okay? If you guys want to, if you guys want to have Tabasco... Try the Chipotle Tabasco. In my opinion, it's better than the original. Cholula is great, says Jump Shoot. It's not too hot. Omer says, Murakami is every Thai food place when you ask for spicy. They either give you the white spicy or the Thai spicy. By the way, it says, this white person likes Caribbean yellow peppers like Scotch Bonnet. Bonnet. Oh, he's talking about himself. And my favorite Surinamese, Madame Jeannette. I don't even know what that means by the wine, but I'd love to see you eat hot peppers one day. Omar eats says F unusual teams. And by the wine says, I hate it when non-white people do that to me. I have to convince them that I like the spice. And Omar says, I want to see the best players play. And Jeb says, as long as both teams in the championship aren't chalk, that'll be dope. See, you're, you're like me. I, I want to see the non-chalk teams win. And I want to see the bench players play key minutes. And Omer says if he has to see the Pelicans and the Knicks, he's going to vomit. And Green Curry says, I would like to see a tournament rematch in the finals. Yeah, I agree. Like, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. And Omer saying, are you saying brown people don't watch a lot of Netflix? I guess I'm saying more white people do. But maybe I should rethink that idea. Uh, all right. Tandy is not speaking for this white congregation, says Bodlewine. And Omer says, chances Bodlewine is coming up with fake food dishes with funniest names just to get you to read them. <laughs> I know, right? Cook a rendang for yourself and you won't regret it, says Bodlewine. So now I'm going to have to Google this. A rendang? Let's see. Rendang recipe. I'm looking it up. All right. It's real, guys. It's real. Beef rendang is a Malaysian curry. All right. We're going we're gonna to learn something together. We're going to learn something together. Hold on. Hold on. Man, why is it so slow to share shit here? That's what pisses me off about StreamYard. All right. It's going to get right here. All right. Look, it's a real thing. Hi, I'm Najee. I believe you can make great food with everyday ingredients, even if you're short. What? If you're short? Because well, Najee's short? Is that what we're getting at? Oh, if you're short on time. 
<laughs> oh God, jeez, You almost had me in the first half, Najee. If you're short on time and cost conscious, you just need to cook clever and get creative. What are you trying to say, Najee, that I'm not clever? So here we go. I'm sure you've seen these recipe websites. Look how long this page is, by the way. Are you looking at the cursor? Do you see how small this cursor is? This is what's ridiculous. This is what pisses me off about recipe websites. Look how small that cursor is. It's tiny. I'm, we're going to get like the whole backstory of Najee. And we just want the recipe. Look at that. Oh, it's partly because there's comments. But anyway, let's go check it out. The king of all curries, the beef rendang, incredible depth, flavor, complexity, many layers of spices. It's straightforward to make, though it does take time and perhaps a trip to the Asian grocery store. Those Sydney ciders will find everything at Woolies. See, I don't know what that means, which I like. Watch the video and drool. What are you trying to say, Najee? Najee, I feel like Najee's a little, being a little aggressive right now. First, she calls me short. Then she says I'm going to start drooling as I'm watching the video. I think Najee thinks I'm some kind of like, I got a lobotomy and I'm a short boy with a lobotomy. And I don't appreciate that, Najee. It's a little aggressive. And look, she's just smiling at us. Calling us short kings with a lobotomy, drooling as we watch videos. Not nice, Najee. Not nice. Uh, beef rendang. All right, let's 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 try to cut to the chase here. So here we go. You got your garlic, you got your shallots, your ginger, your hot peppers, your dried peppers, your onions. A processor. Oh man, who's gonna use a processor? I don't own a processor. Anyway, you cook the curry up with the meat. You, you eat it over coconut rice. I don't know. Is that good? It, it doesn't look good. It looks a little. It looks a little stewy. Maybe it's a good stew. I don't know. But I don't know though. I don't know how I feel about Naji. All right, let's uh, let's continue. Mm, all right, I'm trying to I'm trying to catch up on this chat. Arovian's asking, are we on the Pelicans bandwagon? And Badawine says, I don't look at recipe websites. I ace it. What does that mean? Superluminal saying, when Tandy cooking stream, we could do that if you guys actually want to watch that. <laughs> I'm going to Brazil actually in a, in a week or so. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the streaming, but I'd love to learn some something over there and then share it with you all. Like this is how you can eat something yummy from Brazil. Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain called Rendang the best dish ever. Holy shit. Really? Arovian says Zion is on a diet. You know what that means? And Badawine says it looks like shit and it tastes like the shit. Omer says, isn't that like a four-day flight from you? No, Omer, no. It's like eight hours, I think. Eight hours and my daughter is 10 months old. So that is going to be fun. I remember when I flew from Boston to Lisbon. At the time, my son was um, a year old and uh, he was screaming the whole time. And I anticipate that's what's going to happen this time. So that's fun. That's great. And I remember actually on that flight. So everyone's sleeping, obviously, but my son's not. He's screaming. He's freaking out. I'm trying to get him to calm down. I pick him up out of his little baby. They got the little baby beds in front of the seats, right? And so I pick him up out of the baby bed and I'm trying to like hold him and sort of bounce him up and down on my shoulder and get him to stop, stop screaming. And he's just screaming his lungs out. He's freaking out. It's probably like the pressure of the airplane or something like that. And, and I'm walking up and down the aisles trying to get him to stop screaming and get him to just calm down. And, 
and like some woman was like she she gets up and she's like you know i was trying to sleep right now and like he's screaming i'm like what do you want me to do about this exactly <laughs> like he's one year old what do you what do you want me to do lady like you don't like it go fly private like naji making that recipe money you know you don't like it i mean no one likes a screaming baby on a plane i don't like it either but once you have a child you realize oh well shit that just kind of happens it just goes with the territory but this lady was talking to me like uh can you get him to stop like he's kind of being loud and it's a little bit rude I'm like lady he's a year old lady <laughs> what do you want from me could you just ask him to stop screaming like that would be great because I'm I'm sleeping back here and he just woke me up. Lady, get the hell out of my face. I told my wife and she was like, show me who it is. You know, she was ready. She was ready with like that Latin energy. She's like, I'll slice her throat right now with my fingernails. I did not show her who it was. I did not want that on my conscience. Uh, Stan Love says, I need the fist bump to brighten my day. Well, you know, we will give you that. We love it. Badawan wants to cook a rendang for Zion and Mariah. I like that idea. Um, Omer says Lisbon is good, but opposite Boston. F Boston. Omer, have you been to Boston? That's a question. I, I mean, yeah, you can hate the Celtics. That's okay. You're allowed to hate the Celtics, okay? That's fine. Um, but have you actually been to Boston? Because Boston as a city is actually kind of pleasant. Los Angeles as a city, not so much. <laughs> uh, Elmer says, it's hard because they usually don't have children. They don't know what it's like to be a parent. No, this woman was like, this woman was probably 45 years old. Like she either has had a child or she has a sister who has a child or a friend who has a child. Like she knows the, what babies do. And that's why you bring your noise canceling headphones and whatever else. And, and also you just kind of suck it up. You're on a plane. Like, unfortunately there's going to be things that suck. You're on a plane. It's like luck of the draw. You can get really unlucky when you get on planes. I remember once I was flying back from, I want to say Costa Rica. So I used to, I lived in Costa Rica for, a uh, little under a year. That's a whole nother story time. But my friend was living in Argentina at the time and I went to go visit him. And then I went back to Costa Rica to visit some old friends. And on the way back from Costa Rica, there was this hippie couple with their little baby. And so I was sitting next to a baby who was sitting in its parents' laps because, you know, it's small enough. And it was like these two hippies. And on takeoff, as we were about to take off, the, the mother that tells the father that the baby needs to go potty. And I shit you not, they had like a portable little potty and the baby like took a, a crap in it right then and there next to me on the plane. So what did I do? Did I start telling them to stop to go take the baby somewhere else? Uh, could you ask that baby to nip it in the bud and not let out that deuce because we're about to take off in the plane. It's pretty gross. Could you just do that somewhere else? No. Because you realize it's a baby. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're someone who gets really upset at babies, you got to just rethink 
because that was you at one point. You were shitting your pants at one point. You were screaming at one point. Okay? All right. Collins is here. Just want to stop by and say hello. <laughs> Top Shot still sucks, says Collins. I'm sorry, Collins. I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, I think you, uh, you, changed your, you changed your user profile, but I'm going to give you this. She, 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 she. Omer says, I love the Latinas and I'm from the tribe. And he's also a Spider-Man. Yep. Something about it, right, Omer? I don't know. Something about it. And uh, let's see what else. Bob the Wine says, Boston is better than LA and I've been to both. There we go. Omer says he's been to Boston twice and his feelings are unchanged. I don't know, Omer. I feel like you, your, your hatred of the Celtics has clouded your judgment. That's what I got to say. Daniel never gets tired of watching J uh, the judgy air kiss Jacob on the shoulder. <laughs> I don't either, Daniel. Uh, Rovian says, stop lying. Boston is no way better than L.A. I don't know, Arovian. It matters what you like, okay? If you're someone who likes, uh, you know, like eating at a thousand different restaurants and like entertainment and live shows and that kind of thing, then I'd agree that LA is more like New York, let's say, where it has tons of options and such. If you're someone who likes sort of uh, cult, like older culture and older architecture and rivers and walks and nature walks and things like that, I think Boston's pretty good. And not to say that other areas around LA are not nice because there are, there's a lot of really nice areas, but the city itself, to me, I'm not a big fan of it anyway. Um, anyway, bottle wine is upset about babies. Arovian is just jealous that they are not babies anymore and they can't get away with stuff. And Collins says, Carl Malone is laughing right now. <laughs> what? Carl Malone is back in the chat. And Omer says, I like Latina standy LA wins. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. I don't know, Omer. L.A. is too spread out. That's my problem with L.A. It's too spread out. The whole like Hollywood culture. I'm not. I'm not really into it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't really like L.A. I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, there's areas like I said. There's areas that are beautiful. Like uh, what is it? Is it Malibu or something like that? It's like not L.A. But it's not far from L.A. Beaches, things like that. Like there, there's plenty of nice things around la um but la itself and and for that matter like the city of boston i don't i don't like cities so it, whether it's la new york city boston i'm not a big fan of any of them but i think boston as the city itself is more quaint and more manageable whereas la is just like super spread out and it's just i'm not into it um compton culver city hell yeah uh well guys we did it we did it. We made it an hour. I mean, we definitely had to pat it with talking about babies and barbecue sauce, but we did it. Boston base is here. I know Boston base was on a plane just now. I saw on Twitter. So congratulations, Boston base for making it to your destination. Um, and you made it just at the end of the show, Boston base. So let us know where you just landed. And Bob the wine says, Boston is way more walkable. Exactly. And that's kind of where, what I'm getting at is that LA is the opposite of walkable. It's just so spread out. It's so hot. You know, there's a lot of like very much like disparity between rich and poor. You see super poor people like living in their cars and, and it's just, I don't know, something about LA, not a big, not a big fan, but there are nice areas on the edges. Um, Boston base is in his car. 
congratulations to be in the car, Boston base. Hope you are enjoying the car ride hands at uh what is it? Nine and three. Is that it? Yeah. Hands at nine and three or 10 and two or something like that. Hands on the wheel, eyes on the road, Boston base. And Bob the wine says, thank you. And Omer says, this show is carried by Bob the wine and, and myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm not arguing with that point. I'm not arguing with it, but I felt like we covered some good points today, folks. We talked about, we talked about Josh Giddy and, and his connection with El Dumbo. We talked about uh, the in-season tournament. We talked about Jason Metz and his fake giveaways. We talked about the fresh thread sellout and the fact that people are on top shot collecting, connecting, and not speculating in this case. Um, and we talked about barbecue sauce and, and packets, ketchup packets. And we talked about the Radang curry. You know, we went all over the map. You never know what you're going to get when you watch the show. And that's the whole point. Whether, whether you watch the show today, whether you listen to it tomorrow while you're walking your dog, you never know what you're going to get. That's what it's all about. And by the way, says we didn't talk about top shot that much for once. Well, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be all top shot all the time, guys. And, uh, that's a good lesson anyway. I think there's plenty of fun things coming down the line, the line with top shot. There's plenty of fun things. Um, and you just, you gotta be patient. And if you're one of these people that's freaking out, then you gotta, you gotta just, you gotta tone it down a little bit. You gotta take a little money off the table because you're getting too uptight. You're getting too worked up. That's what, that's what concerns me about some of the people in this community. Uh, you know, you're getting awfully worked up. So don't get worked up. Sell your, the association NFT and buy yourself that packet of barbecue sauce already. You want to feel what it, what it feels like to peel the lid off and dunk the nuggets in. You don't want to be eating the sweet ketchup, the packets, you know? Uh, yeah. McChicken McNuggets, baby. That's what we like. We'll definitely need to do a McNugget mukbang one day. We need to do our cooking with Tandy show. We need to do our mukbang with Tandy show. We can do all of that stuff. Daniel's more NFL all day these days, he said. And Bob the Wine says, buy some yellow Caribbean. I don't know where to buy yellow Caribbean peppers, by the wine. I don't have those fancy Dutch markets like you, but I'll look. I'll look for some hot peppers. Maybe we'll do a mukbang of hot peppers and I'll just drool all over myself like Najee said I would. Najee, not nice. Anyway, guys, thank you. Thank you for tuning in, I should say. Nugget Race Giveaway, says Omar. Thank you for tuning in. I really uh, do appreciate it. It's fun to come together, even when I might not have a ton of content, but we still just figure it out. We have fun together. That's the whole idea here. The whole idea of this stream is to give you all a place to come together and bullshit together for an hour every week. That's what this is about. And if there's something interesting happening on Top Shot, we talk about that too. And if there isn't, we talk about barbecue sauce and babies screaming on planes. That's what we do. So thank you all. I appreciate you all. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And Bodlewine ordered some Tandy merch. If you haven't checked it out yet, I mean, I can't even encourage you to go do it because <laughs> I literally, I think I lose money on every order. But I'm excited to to see Bodlewine's merch that he ordered. He got a fanny pack. He got the Tandy stickers. He got the Tandy uh, duck race glass. Uh, so I'm excited to see how those turned out by the line. So share that with me and I will share it on the next stream and jump shoot likes the stream. And I like you jump shoot. So thanks for tuning in and thanks. Thanks to you all. And we will talk again soon. Take care, everybody. Yeah.
Static Selector. 